one, two, three into the four. What is up, my friends? Today is November 4th, and this is season two, episode seven, and episode 18 in total of Nothing But a Foot Thing, the show brought to you by three friends in the foot community, just like yourselves. I am your host, Kevin. However, I am not alone. Joining me are my two co-hosts, John. What's good, everybody? And Martin. Hola, amigos. Yeah, what if, like, what the fuck is going on, bro? Like, what the hell, man? Like, no promo. Ah! Just kidding. But seriously. <laughs> Panic. <laughs> Panic. <laughs> but seriously, like, take this all in. This is, like, a rare one. This is, like, a blue moon or some shit. So we do have, but we do have, like, this World Cup warm-up series. Um, so the World Cup hype, like, it's really building, man. It's building for me big time in the game and outside of it. We've got all of our Panini sticker books filled out. Uh, we're working on our brackets right now. Uh, we've ordered our Japan and Iran jerseys, or maybe just me, but <laughs> I also saw about an hour ago a tweet from EA Sports Direct Communication. They say that some of the FIFA warm-up series has been delayed, so classic EA, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but tons will be coming from the World Cup itself, so we're going to preview all of that. We're going to speculate on the stuff we don't know about, and we're going to just go through all of that in the episode ahead. Um with the calm before the storm as well, content is going to take a bit of a bit of a backseat. So we're going to chat about gameplay as well. What's working for us? What isn't working for us? What's working for our opponents? And how we're baiting them into making mistakes. But before we get into all of that, today we are joined by a friend of the show, a fellow red-blooded United States of American, and a fellow host of the podcast of a podcast as well. So um, I've been messaging this guy for the past uh, a couple of weeks or so, and. Um, we all, all of us here, we know each other through interacting in the foot fix discord. So shout out to them. Um, but I've really developed an interest in the hobby of collecting like soccer cards, like football cards, like cards over the past few months. So I've been bugging the hell out of this guy because he's someone that I know I can learn a ton about this stuff from. And well, it's kind of what his podcast is about, though, more specifically about baseball. So we're going to give, give him a chance to shout out all of that. But before we do that, let me just introduce him. Darth Nacho, what is up, my man? How are you doing today? What is up, dude? Thank you for the warm welcome. Again, I love talking FIFA, but I also love talking cards and collectibles, so you are not bothering me. Like, dude, <laughs> I, I love it. Like, And it gives my wife a break, too, because she's like, oh, I'm find some friends to talk to about this stuff. Like, I don't care about your Neymar or your baseball cards. I'm happy for you, but... I don't know what the hell you're talking about, dude. Uh, so yeah, it's been fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm. Thank you for having me on. First and foremost, this I've been looking forward to it all week. This is going to be a blast. Um, I love podcasting too. I've I was on a, a different FIFA pod once before and really enjoyed it. So I actually, I'll give my my own little shout and then it'll be done. Um, in case any of you guys are into the hobby of collecting cards baseball specifically which is a completely different sport than what we're about to talk about but i just uh opened up shop with my own podcast we just had one quick intro episode it's called the efus baseball cards podcast and that is spelled e-e-p-h-u-s uh like the efus pitch um yeah. so yeah just going to cover all different types of things about the hobby of collecting and more specifically baseball cards but we'll have some general stuff too so Kevin, I'm really looking forward to you coming on here at some point. We're going to have just kind of a collecting 101 and we can share the different ways that we do things because collecting is supposed to be fun. There's no right or wrong way to do it. 
And honestly, we can apply the same thing to FIFA. There's no right or wrong way. We all do it a little differently. It's okay to go away from the meta. It's okay to go away from the sweaty grind. So that's what I'm trying to do with this year's version of FIFA. So thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, anytime, man. The pleasure is truly ours. Definitely. And, like, I totally agree with you, man. Like, anything to play the game, to have more fun with it in general, is always something that I'm going to be a fan of. And also, as you mentioned, it gives our girlfriends and wives a break because I'm sure she does not need to hear about how a number to 99 card is a green parallel. So, <laughs> does not need to hear about none of that. Does not need to hear about my Raphael Liao polls or anything. So, um, yeah. So, thanks for coming on, man. And thanks for lending an ear so I could BS with you all the time. But we got to talk about foot, man. We got to talk about FIFA. So, where in the world are you from? I'm from San Diego, California. So, originally raised in the Midwest, but Needed to change things up, made the move out here about 10 years ago and never looked back. Just packed up my little Honda Civic and drove cross country, whatever I could fit in there. It was the first time I ever saw San Diego. So I'm about 15 minutes away from the apartment that I had already rented. And I'm like, yo, why are we up in the mountains right now? This this doesn't look like the beaches of the East Coast that I'm used to seeing. So I found out I was in the right place. So that was good. Yeah, so I mean, as a fellow Southern Californian, like it's always nice to have you know a fellow Californian on here. So, who do you support football wise? Who is your team? Juve and Liverpool. Nice, um, nice. A little bit of a contradiction there, right? Based on some past history, but yeah. um, I'm an Italian dude, and naturally got to have an Italian team. Uh, and then also, just over time, really drawn to the Premier League, watching it on TV, and and really love. Really love the core that Liverpool put together about four or five years ago when I really started to get into FUT, and that's what drew me to Liverpool as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Liverpool's the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Who's your, who's your baseball team? I know you said you're from the Midwest. Who's your baseball team? Pittsburgh Pirates, man, originally. Okay. It's sad, and I, I moved out here to San Diego and kind of jumped on the Padres bandwagon in about 2020 with all the Tatis mania. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been fun as well. Yeah, so I better hide my Dodgers hat that I'm wearing. Not that I'm a Dodgers fan of We got you this time, man, but yeah. right now, not for a long time. Yeah, I'm just, sad. just... You, guys kicked, you guys kicked my guy Hosmer out. What's up with that? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> how, how much do the do the FIFA fans care about Eric Hosmer, though? Because I don't, I don't even think San Diego baseball fans care about him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly fair enough. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And then, you know, not to give away any secrets here, but um, I'm not a Dodgers fan. I'm a poser. So I fuck the Dodgers. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, Okay. So what is your favorite FIFA? And by the way, should I be calling you Darth Nacho or is there something I could be, should be referring to as? Yeah. I go by Bobby Baseball on my pod. Bobby so Baseball. Just Bobby works as well. Yeah. All right. So um, favorite FIFA, man. Yeah, this is going to get a lot of a lot of shit for me saying it, but it was my first year playing FUT, so just a lot of good nostalgia vibes with FIFA 19, which is potentially the worst FIFA of all time from what I've heard. <laughs> that was my first FIFA too, so yeah. It was fun. My it first FUT. Yeah. It was unrealistic, but it was fun. And I was not good enough to worry about what some of the toxic metas were because... Honestly, like I wasn't in those sweaty weekend league matches. Like I was not getting to that to that level. Yeah, yeah, I was the same way. Actually, nineteen was the one that I really like started playing. Like, not like super hardcore, but more than just casually. The one that I started 
like did my first weekend league and tried to do all these things. So I get that. I think the content was really cool that year. And yeah, Martin, like you mentioned also, I mean, I, I had fun, man. I like doing La Croquetas all across the field, man. I, got, <laughs> I liked ice skating through my, my guys and doing these, uh, God, what was it? The tornado, the tornado. Yeah. Yeah. To Ibra every time, of course. You mean it wasn't like to Mo Salah with him dunking it on Virgil? <laughs> that, that too, yeah. Oh, God, that yeah. Was that game. Nothing like Messi going up just over, I, I like, flashback Vincent Company or whatever. Like, <laughs> just the biggest center back. That, it's so funny that the meta turned into, like, fullbacks at center back because that year was a year that it was like, Oh, this fullback's amazing, but he's five ten, unusable. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I remember cards like Doom Freeze became really popular that year, and uh, DaCosta just because they're humongous as fullbacks. So, um, so that I, while we're mentioning these cards, what is your favorite FIFA card of all time? Yeah, I kind of spoiler alerted this a little bit, but that uh, I can't remember if it was Ultimate Scream or if they had switched to Rule Breakers, but the Akin Fenwa objective card, like again. That was just fun, man. There was nothing like subbing him on in, in a weekend league game and scoring with Akin Fenwa. So that was like, on a joke level, that was my favorite. But realistically, um, I really love that Hamzik card. The, it was like, I think it was end of an era or premium SBC card that yeah. it back in FIFA 19. So I was running like a, a Serie A team pretty much that whole year. It was my first FIFA. I didn't really know how to skill, so... A dude with a cool haircut and a five star or five star weak foot was was a lot of fun for me. And then just every year, Socrates, like any version of Socrates, he's he's almost never meta, but he's always fun dude to play with. And I like started to follow him, like his personal life, and learn more about him. There's a book about him. I bought it and read it. Like love that dude. Always eventually gets into the team for a nice run every year. Yeah, definitely a cool dude. The doc, the doctor. Mm -hmm. So crates dude himself. I used him last year and I really enjoyed his card actually. And he's a super interesting dude off the pitch actually. Even just reading through his Wikipedia page is definitely a good read. Go check it out. I agree with you 100%. So um, now this is the next one. I've asked, I've told you this beforehand so you've had time to come up with an answer because some of our guests have been trying to get out of this one. They're saying, I don't know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna press you for this one. Which footballer would you be likely to be confused for if we bumped into you on the street? Dude, this one was so so difficult for me. I'm like a slightly taller and slightly fatter version of Lorenzo and Signe. Okay, that, that, that's what I would say. I don't know. What do you guys think? You can see me, but that's that's my view of myself. You know, not when he had the yet like bleached hair but he had a little more of that like italian like comb over slick back hair so ideally that's how i think of myself but you know i don't know we'd have to ask my wife yeah i it, think i think it's it probably would be like if insigne and danny ings were to have a child mm, danny ings is a good one <laughs> there you go actually so it's, it's not it's not olivier Giroud. that would be nice <laughs> oh. i think we'd all love to be him <laughs> yeah definitely a lengthy boy that's safe to assume but um yeah, yeah, we've all seen the underwear ads yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know who i was gonna say i was gonna say giacomo raspadori one of my favorite oh, foot cards there you go 
have to check that one out. I don't even know what he looks like, man. I don't remember. All right, let me <laughs> let me pull this one up real quick, and you guys can be the judge. We're all on camera here, so maybe just a little bit. I think so. Italy, so there you go. Italian. Just pretty much anybody. Just take the whole Italian national team, <laughs> blend them together, and throw like a little Turkish and a little bit of Greek in, and that's what you got. Nice. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, you got like the world all stars of like best food like possible there for sure. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so over here, like uh, uh, NBA, NBA FT, we have this tradition of we ask this icebreaker question. So I'm going to bring in everybody else for this one. But I'm going to ask you first, Darth Nacho, Bobby Baseball. Who is the athlete that made you fall in love with sports? And this is, doesn't have to just be football, since we have Bobby Baseball on. No doubt it's Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, like, fuck yeah. Question. Like, like I was a 90s kid, like the backwards hat, like I'm the lefty. I played baseball like in the backyard. I was Ken Griffey Jr. with my hat backwards hitting home runs in wiffle ball. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, I had the Ken I had the Rawlings Ken Griffey mitt, of course. So as as a 90s kid would, right? So it's a lifestyle. I, I try to live that Griffey life every day. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> So, Martin, I'm going to ask you the same question now. Who is the one athlete that made you like fall in love with sport? Okay, before I answer, I have to say even I know Ken Griffey Jr. And and we don't watch any baseball, so yeah, he's big. Um, but for me, it's kind of difficult to say because I got some good memories from Italy in 90. So that, that's probably where my football uh, fever started but the first real idol that i had was r9 um just to because um on this side of the of the planet we well we knew about him being a 16 year old and being a phenom so to see him actually turn into the best footballer in the world was amazing for me. And the things he did, uh, I just thought were magical. R9. Yeah, man. I mean, if only he had a career free of injury, it would have been amazing to see what he could have achieved. Because, I mean, when fit, we all saw what he could do. El Phenom... What do they call him? Phenom El Phenomenal? El Phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, and... Uh, sorry, Brazilians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I, I, I'm working on my Portuguese here, so... I, I butchered the name, sorry. <laughs> but, no, I mean, and it's self-explanatory. The dude was a phenom, so there you go, man. What a guy. And so I'm going to have to throw it over to you, John. Who was, who was the guy that made you fall in love with sport, man? Uh, yeah, just like Bobby, 90s kid. Um, definitely King Griffey Jr. is a guy I think of. Um, I think the home run race, what was it, in 98 or 99? Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Um, some of the guys I fell in love with for sure. And then, um, probably Michael Jordan, since I'm a, I played basketball in college and, um, he's, he's one of the guys, first guys I remember watching on TV, like as in a sporting event, like one of my first memories I have as a kid watching sport is him hitting the final shot on the Utah jazz. So, um, definitely Michael Jordan. I mean, I've, I've, like, the saying goes, everyone wants to be like Mike, and that's it was very true. So, um, yeah, those are some of my guys, and and definitely like Martin too. I think R nine was the kind of the first guy I 
gravitated towards too um, in the football and so- soccer world. Um, I remember they even showed this guy on my local news in Wichita, Kansas. And I just remember seeing him with his haircut with the little patch on his forehead. <laughs> like, who the fuck is this guy just shredding everybody at the 2002 World Cup? So, yeah, I think I think I share a lot of them with you guys and probably for the same reason. You know, they're all transcendent legends. So, um yeah, that's 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 me. What about you, Kevin? Yeah, so for me, um, I, I grew up in Los Angeles, so um, I the Lakers were a very good team when I was a kid, but they were very expensive to go watch. So I grew up going to Clippers games. So I fucking hated the Lakers, and uh, <laughs> and so the guy that I've I had to be like an anti-Laker guy. So the 2001 NBA Finals was the year that Allen Iverson had dragged this really shitty Philadelphia 76ers team all the way to the finals. So. Allen Iverson, like, is the guy that I fell in love with before anyone else sports-wise. Uh, as a 90s kid, you know, I was starting to learn about sport in the early 2000s, and my God, this guy was something else. He and uh, Mike Piazza as well, because I grew up playing baseball and I was a catcher. So that was uh, that was one of the guys I loved. I had his black baseball mitt, of course. So. <laughs> uh, definitely those guys. And also Stevie G. He was first breaking into the Liverpool team when I was learning about football and uh Fuck, man, what a guy. Like, what a guy. If it wasn't for him, I would have dealt with watching a really crappy Liverpool team for my entire life. This guy made us relevant for so many years. So special shout-out to Stevie Jew, who my dad's cat is named after. <laughs> but as we like to say here, after going off into these very long tangents, we're going we're gonna to actually talk foot. We're going to bring it back, and I'm going to pass it over to John because although there isn't a ton of content, we did actually get some content today. Yeah, so um, I guess we're going to kind of just go in the week of content we got i think uh ea you know on brand of course just released a tweet from their uh communications (laughs) account saying that not all of the content for today would be released on time which you know it'd be shocking if if it did get released on time at this point let's be honest so um yeah some of the new content we got today we got i believe like a daily sbc upgrade that we'll do so you'll do the sbc i think it's all bronze players and then that will count towards your daily login or whatever it's called um, objective that you'll go claim for a pack. Um, you do that for three days in a row and you get an 83 plus player. So you'll make sure you want to do that. We got another FSG, FGS, whatever it's called, SBC to do as well. That offers a small Electrum player pack. And then we got upgrades today. We got uh, the 80 plus player pack re-released um, that we had this week, which I, I don't think I'll be doing those, um, since they don't seem to pay out as well as the player picks. I'll just probably save my stuff for the player picks again. And then we also got today another dynamic duo, but this time in objectives, which kind of pissed me off in managerial masterpiece. I, I wish it was just an SBC so you could just do it, you know, like Arnautovic and, uh, Posh were, but, uh, nonetheless, the cards look pretty good. We have the striker Stuani from La Liga. What's his team? I'm, oh, Girona. And then Espino, the uh, Uruguayan left back for, I don't know how to pronounce this. Martin, you might have to help me. K- Cadiz. Cadiz? Okay. Cadiz, yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm, I think I might do the uh, – it just sucks because I wish the left back was the guy that you got during the objectives and not right. the reward you got after him, so – um, yeah, if you have Valverde in your team, um, or even maybe Darwin Nunez, that's your Guine links are pretty good this year. So there's that. We got the um, Turkish League milestone players that I don't really necessarily think 
I honestly haven't looked at him too much. Uh, Bruno Perez, people might be wanting to do. Uh, Brazilian right backs always seem to be kind of rare in the game. So, um, and he's always a good guy in foot normally. So people may look to be getting him done. Uh, Emery Moore, uh, if you're running like a Dortmund pastor present, maybe he was a wonder kid that kind of flamed out there. And then uh, SBC, Mr. Steelier Girl, uh, Mauro Icardi, uh, plays for Galatasaray now, if, if you didn't know. He got a left wing out of position card. So, uh, and then also we got um, Zinchenko, an out of position SBC for him as well. He uh, is playing at center mid. Um, I believe he can go center mid or CDM. Um, he looks like a pretty versatile card. Um, about 60K right now, it looks like. So, um, you know, if you're an Arsenal fan or have a prim heavy team or maybe an Arsenal player or two in your squad, uh, definitely an option you can look at there. And then we, of course, got the flashback Gary Medell card, the Chilean from Bologna. Um, and we, of course, as previously mentioned, have the Arnautovic Bologna card and the Posh Dynamic Duo card. And I think that's about it for players. And of course, we had the out of position uh, players released last week. So, um, yeah, have any of you guys used these players? If you if you got if you want to do sort of like some player reviews or something right now, um, what about you, Bobby? Have, have you used anybody new that you picked up this week that you want to talk about? And uh, tell us about what kind of squad you're running right now, too. I know you're running kind of a theme squad this year. Yeah, nothing. I mean, I've, I've only been playing the game for a couple of weeks. I got it into it a little late this year, so the team's been changing a lot. Not a lot from that new batch of of guys that you mentioned. I'm thinking about getting the medal. Uh, it looks like a really nice card with the 99 long shots, especially. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm fully prepping for the World Cup, and I have been the whole time. I'm I'm really excited for the USA to be in. Like I said, I'm Italian, so I'm a little disappointed about them being out. But yeah, I'm running a MLS and USA theme squad for the most part. So um, I really just got Landon Donovan, which has been a lot of fun. Not necessarily the most meta card, but again, a lot of fun. I completed all the MLS objectives. I got like the Yedlin card. So a lot of managerial masterpiece, which was a lot of fun until last Friday when they released the new objective and it got really sweaty with Bundesliga squads but yeah it's been a lot of fun it's it's basically like the I feel like the best MLS USA team you can get right now and um, really enjoying the Javier Hernandez the Chicharito card probably butchered the pronunciation but dude like everything everything that he hits just in the net right he's not meta he's not going to dribble around anybody but he finishes everything and i've hit some insane outside the box finesse shots with him so a lot of fun there um and actually the the cdm again i'm i'm not i'm not sure of the pronunciation but quignon quignon uh he's an argentinian cdm who's got the medium high work rate he has been like a bulldozer for me and granted like i'm only in div six right now like i'm not really high up there but I've just kind of been steamrolling my way up and I'm starting to get a little closer to my level, but those guys have been doing a really nice job for me. And I'm really, I'm not going to reveal any leaks, but uh, man, there's another Argentinian MLS player that I'm really excited for. If he does come, it's going to be sick for the squad and really also hoping for some USA content for the world cup. Like 
I missed the desk card because that was before mm. I got the game, but some other USA players would be pretty awesome to get in the squad. Yeah, for sure. And I'm looking actually at the Argentinian guy. I'm not sure how you say his name either. Like Quinon. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he actually looks really nice. And there's not a whole wealth of guys that have high defensive work rate and medium attacking, which is like, I know John has referenced before, something that we like from CDMs. So that's pretty cool there for sure. Yeah, it's been fun running MLS. I feel like they're doing a really good job this year of a lot of content for the smaller legs mm-hmm. so that they can really compete with, like, the gold cards of, you know, the more meta legs. And, I, I mean, there were, I think, four MLS rule breaker cards, which is just insane to me. That was pretty awesome. So I'd love to see the smaller legs continue to get some love throughout the year. I think it just makes for a more diverse and fun game, and it just really makes it accessible for everyone. Like, my team's not going to compete with a Meta Prem squad, but, you know, it's close. It's still to the level that it's fun to play that way. Just, uh, EA, if you're listening, give us some uh, MLS defenders, please. Some center backs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> some Walker Zimmerman. That's what I want. There you go. That would be a nice World Cup card. Yeah. I've, I've got Cialini right now, and I, I the, actually I've got a couple La Liga players. I got Oblock and uh, Militao out of the Amazon pack, so I've been rocking them off cam, and they're doing an awesome job. But honestly, Cialini is a bulldog back there. I, hmm. I'm still trying to feel my way through the game, but um, I don't know. It just feels, feels like some of these bigger dudes with strength and good defensive awareness – they're just tough back there. Like I don't find him out of position as much as you would expect. And again, as a former Juve player, it's a guy that I want in my squad and he's fun to use. So maybe I just like black out all the mistakes he makes. But <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't think he's going to be leaving my squad anytime soon, which is not something I ever thought I would say about his 84 rated gold card. Yeah. No, that's yeah what... and, uh, the, the player you're referring to, I don't think, we mind talking about leaks on here. So if you want to go ahead, Gonzalo Iguain just retired um, from professional football and he has been linked to be getting an end of an era card. Um, And I know myself personally, I used his card at when he had a Real Madrid card and just remember him being one of the most clinical strikers I've ever used, like not very fast, but you know, if you can get the, get him in the box and turn with them and press the shoot button, it's, it's going into the back of the net. So I guess one of those auto, auto shooter guys that people like to say, so um, super excited about that. You know, hopefully uh, they do his card justice. I know you can't really, you know, give him a super juice card at this point in the game, but, you know, I think like a 91 rated, 90 rated Iguain card with, you know, being in the MLS, I don't think is too much to ask for. And, and of course, um, I thought about it this morning uh, that DeAndre Yedlin card is Inter Miami as well. So mm-hmm. if you can get those two guys, another Argentinian, and then, Ted Lasso or Coach Beard as your manager, um, you're gonna you're gonna be pretty set up, and then um, have him be an MLS manager in your in your set. So, um, super excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't tell Fat Sheriff that he can't be juiced. I mean, look at that, look at the, <laughs> the stat leak or yeah. projection that he had. He has him at like 93 rated. Looks like looks like the Rooney. Right, flashback yeah. card or end of an era Rooney card is what what it looks like to me. I, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that, but man, that would be insane for my team. But I don't think anybody in weekend legs going to want to deal with him <laughs> on every single person's bench. So, right, 
Yeah. I almost don't want it to be that good because I don't want them to price it in mm. an insane way. I just want to get it real easy and have it upgrade my squad. Yeah. Selfish, I know, but <laughs> sometimes you got to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and John mentioned something with these flashbacks before. They need to give them this treatment. You guys can see over the webcam. Give him the headband with the long hair and all of that. Yeah, I like yeah. when... The, when I see the flashback, I think back to the, the guys they used in like FIFA 10 or something when I was playing career mode. That's I was on the fence for Falcao. I, if they had given him his real hair and his real like <laughs> appearance from back in the day, I, I was all in. Oh, yeah. Um, but I ended up passing. I still kind of regret that a little, but I'm totally with you. Like, And back to my boy Socrates, like give him a headband in game. Mm, like, yeah. make, make him look cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that one for sure. Um, Martin, I know you uh, used some of these um, out-of-position players um, this week. Do you want to talk about them at all? Yeah, I actually uh, packed an untradeable Perisic. So, yeah, I, I was excited about using him. Um, he looks, well, looks like a beast and plays like a beast. So, at the beginning, I really didn't know where to play him, so I started using him at right back, and he was amazing there. Um, I was manually triggering runs with him, and he would um, just charge forward and step into the box and just pass it into the into Holland for a, an easy goal, or um, doing a Travella shot, uh, which. I, I must be the only FIFA player that can't score a Trivella. <laughs> At least I try. So, um, and, and then I switched things up a bit um, with the tactics that I use. I've been using a 4-3-3 uh, with the two CMs and the CDM. I think that's bracket number two. And I moved Perisic to CM, to my get forward CM, and he's amazing. Um, he just uh, is, is really present in attack, always available for a pass, uh, making late runs into the box. Uh, Five-star weak foot, which is amazing. So he can he can finish on both of his um, feet, foot, sorry, feet. And um, yeah, just an incredible card that can play almost anywhere, I think. I also played him at Cam in the 4-2-3-1, and he's, he's great. So I think, well, his, his price has dropped a bit today, I think, due to some market panic. I think uh, he's now 130K. Uh, he was 100K at some point last week, which is really cheap. And uh, I, I would say that 130 is still cheap for the card that you get. Amazing card, can, can be played in any position. And then I also bought, uh, Lucas Vasquez uh, a couple of days ago and I was really excited at first high high work rates good all around stats but uh, I just didn't get on with him I, I don't know what it is I, I was playing him at my as my second CDM in the 4-2-3-1 and he just isn't it and as a CM um, I must say Gold Valverde is as good uh, if not better, for me at least. So um, I'm going to have to wait it out a bit, 
because he's dropped a lot in price. So I'm hoping that once, uh, well, he is already out of pack. So, but once people start buying their weekend league teams, or I don't know, with no promo in the horizon, I think he might uh, rise a bit. So I don't lose that many coins. But those have been the two players that I've actually used. Um, I was looking at Zinchenko as an alternative too, because I got some dupes. And I have a La Liga Premier League hybrid, so I don't know. Zinchenko, although his his pace split looks a little bit weird, I think um, he could do a good job as a get-forward CM or even maybe a left-back. I don't know. Um, 60K is a lot, but as I said, I would be doing him with a lot of dupes that I have from uh, Rivals Rewards, so... Yeah, those have been the two players that I've used. How about you guys? Um, yeah, so I actually used a few of these out of packs or out of out of position guys. It's the <laughs> OOP thing is very very confusing. And also mm. the, with Zinchenko that you mentioned, um, just just as a heads up, so you know, because I was looking at his card right now, he has the high medium, so his attacking work rate is high. So you definitely have to use him as like an attacking center mid. But he only yeah. has. 67 finishing and 70 sprint speed and if you want these like late runs into the box i don't know how well he's going to do at getting back is the only thing so it's definitely safer in a three-man midfield i think if you're going to use this guy um but yeah uh as for me the finishing and the weak foot really stands out for me i'm like oh man both so i i was looking at the possibility of actually lining up perisic at right back Zinchenko at center midfield and then getting uh, Cancelo as my left back and then just moving uh, Cancelo to right back in game, Zinchenko left back and Perisic into CM. I like that actually. I think Zinchenko... Yeah. I think that would look good actually, yeah. I think Zinchenko would be actually much better there, honestly. Just like put a chem style to boost his strength or something and then he should be pretty nice there. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe his best position, like for me, is probably if you play a three back, maybe as a left mid. Oh, um, that's a good. He doesn't too. need to be lightning quick out there, but he, he can send in crosses, and he's a good passer, and you can utilize that left foot as a left mid. So um, that's or a five at the back. But what's up? <laughs> or a five at the back. No, Martin. <laughs> God damn it! No. <laughs> Stop it! Over here. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> but as for the cards that like I actually used, uh, so I used Chiesa and I got him done. I've used him so far in playoffs, and I think I'm I'm seven and oh, I want to I'm seven and oh. So um, with Chiesa as my striker, and uh, he's all right. Like he's missed a lot of. He's not as good as I had hoped, but I'm remaining hopeful just because I love this guy in real life. Like I love I love the Italian team. Like for whatever reason, just love Italy, love their national team. Made me so happy to see how well they did at the Euros, and um. Chiesa obviously was like the star guy. The guy was crazy, so I was happy to get him in. Honestly, man, kind of unreliable so far. He's missed empty nets. Um, the verdict is out on him, but I have been moving him to Ram, right? Attacking mid um, throughout the game, and he's actually much better there. So I don't know, man, but um, I also tried uh, Callum hudson Adoy, who despite not having like stats that look as impressive as Chiesa's, has been honestly more impressive for me. I've really liked him at left back. He kind of gets it all done, and... The only issue you could, I guess you could say the pace is a little weird on him. He doesn't have like the most 
uh, ideal pace split. But honestly, it doesn't matter, man. Like pace hasn't been totally a thing that bugged me. Um, I was mentioning how I used Guzens before at left back, and I felt like he was way faster, but he's just also way, way worse. So, um, yeah. So I also I wouldn't be too put off by Zinchenko's pace as well. I mean, just while we're here, because I really don't know how much pace truly matters this year. Like I'm really not prioritizing it at all and i'm a person that's always put shadows and hunters on everybody um i don't know if you need them i haven't been using hunters for sure i still check totally totally feeling the same way on the pace thing i mean like i got insignia i've got the sonora or senora the american that plays in la liga or is maybe liga portugal i forget which one yeah Portuguese. Um, those guys yeah like i feel like i should be blown by people with them and even playing like managerial masterpiece, like Ta, the center back with like 75 pace is just catching these dudes from behind. And again, I know we talked about it, like I'm on next gen and I'm like, I paid the money for the next gen system of playing on my damn next gen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just slow. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's good that it's more realistic, but sometimes, yeah, like just the burn, burn by people with pace and dribbling. It just doesn't, doesn't seem to work this year. I think that's why Chiellini's working for me. <laughs> yeah, I think you have a point with that, man. Because yeah, I'm using these. I'm using um, Delict right now at center back. His inform, and I would have never used this guy before. I think he has like 70 sprint speed or something like that, or 70. Yeah, 70 sprint speed. I'm pretty sure. And I, that would have like, just been like immediately. Hell no, not using this guy ever last year or most years for that matter. So the meta in FIFA 23 is use five center backs at the back, right? <laughs> is that what we're saying here? Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, eight if possible. But yeah, <laughs> my yeah, team can... might be doing that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, usable at keeper. Yeah, I mean the more the the more the merrier. At least it seems like this year. And I think we mentioned that the other week. We're saying yeah, maybe at right back you might be better off just using a using the center back like Joe Gomez because those back mm-hmm. crosses anyways. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's about my experience with all this stuff. I played Weekend League also. I don't know if you guys did that. Um, it went all right. It was honestly super fucking sweaty this week again. Uh, I managed to go... I thought it was 11-1, and one and I was really happy. I was like, I'm done. Get to go give away my games and get my rewards. But nope, I was I was 10-1 and one when I started giving away the games. So I had to go back in, go ahead and get my last win, which was, and I lost <laughs> on penalties. So that, was, that really made my... Uh, dampened my mood about the Weekend League. I was very happy and... Then suddenly not so much, but did you guys get into that? Um, I I know there was a really cool red card available in the rewards that I didn't get so lucky to get. I got a Bellingham, which I was pretty happy with, but um, I, I, I've been seeing that some of us have also managed to pack something cool from that. So maybe you want to tell us about that and also if you got to try out any of these out of position guys. Yeah, yeah. So no, no surprise here. Um, it's me. <laughs> um, but dude, yeah, like, it was funny. Um, I was on my walk Sunday after I had finished my weekend league and open packs, and I was just laughing about how I think it was Martin said, "Oh, you're getting them. You're getting Red Mbappe. Like it's coming." <laughs> and people are like, "Yeah, you are. You lucky son of a bitch." And yeah, um, yeah. Weekend league was hell. I mean, um, I think I finished eleven and eight. Uh, and normally I do like 11 and three and I'm out or 11 and four, 11 and five. And, um, yeah, it was terrible. I started off four and two and then lost three straight one, one lost three straight. And then I reeled off five or six wins to go 11 and eight. So it was just a roller coaster of emotions. And then 
Um, I actually got in trouble with my wife too, because um, normally I was like, yeah, I'm going to pop these weekend league rewards and go to bed because, you know, you're not getting shit from them. Right. And so uh, my first player pick I open, I see uh, Kylian Mbappe in the first slot. And uh, I was, I just went ape shit. So, <laughs> and of course, if you know too, I, I had the golden tradable too. So dupe theory, um, it's, it's definitely, I don't know if it's real, but it's definitely uh, got, got some legs now. So um, yeah, so I've, I've been using him this week. Um, I got Jude Bellingham in my second red pick. So I've been using him too. So best red picks I've ever had. And I've been playing weekend league. Like I probably played almost every weekend league since FIFA 20. So um, super excited about that. Um, so I, I, I was the one guy that needed more pack luck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you guys have any abusive messages you want to send in, we're at your FIFA podcast on Twitter and John can be reached there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, I did also try out some um, out-of-position cards. Uh, like Martin, I tried out Perisic. I bought him, I think I mentioned on the podcast, um, right when he dropped like an idiot. But honestly, I didn't lose too many coins on him because he kept rising in uh, value as people realized how good he was, I think. Um, and yeah, I used him as a outside center mid. I've been rocking um, our guy JP, the Mutinator, uh, Mutanator, Um I've been rocking his four three three uh, fifth variation, and it's been awesome. And um, I guess we'll probably talk about that later in gameplay. But um, yeah, I, I put him as a center mid there, and he was fantastic there, offensively, defensively. You know, defensively, he feels like a, a super meta midfielder in defense, like a Valverde or something. And then offensively, he feels just like another attacker. Um, like like I've been playing with Hinman Son. And he feels just kind of like him in there. So it's that's been super cool to work with. And, um, yeah, like Martin mentioned, his price is coming down. And I'll probably just pick one up to throw in the club since I'm not really um, in need for coins and can bring him off the bench to play pretty much any position, I think. So um, and then, yeah, too, like Kevin, um, our guy, uh, Precise Dom in the Discord is running a, an Italian English team this year. And he had mentioned how good the Callum Hudson-Odoi left-back card was. And I was messing around with my team. I was like, oh, I can fit him in. I got a, a red Frempong and uh, that Jude Bellingham now. So super easy to fit into my team. And, I mean, he's probably the best left-back I've used this year, like a, an all-around left-back. Like, I think if you need a more defensive guy, you go with Ferland Mendy or Taylor Hernandez or something. But I play my fullbacks on balanced, and he is – he is super good um, defensively when he gets forward, his dribbling, passing and all that crossing is phenomenal. So um, if you missed out on that one, sorry, uh, I think he's gone now. Um, and Bobby's probably happy about that. So he can have fun and man managerial masterpiece again <laughs> now. But yeah, um, yeah, he needs to get out of there. <laughs> it's so funny, too. I, I like hearing you say you went 11 and 8 and it was hell. So that's yeah. like a good weekend league for me. <laughs> no yeah well i'm four and one this weekend league i think it might just because team of the week is trash and not everyone's sweating it out but yeah everybody wanted that chance to get mbappe last week and apparently and it was it was terrible but see got i think it would make it easier i would think it would make it easier like mbappe being in there more people play and it brings down i feel like the quality that of the player pool but it it doesn't seem to work that way Maybe we're just more stressed about it because we really deep down True. truly believe that we're getting them. 
<laughs> yeah. But you, you willed it into existence or somebody did. <laughs> yeah. And at this point we we're talking in discord. I'm, I'm really excited to pack his team of the year card now because I literally <laughs> just have to do a gold upgrade pack and I'll probably get them during team of the year. So that's, that's very exciting for me. So, um, yeah. yeah and other than that, I, I don't think I tried too many of these other guys out. Um, I, I packed that Toure card, the 6-8 uh, striker from Marseille. I don't know if anyone else used him. looks like a fun card, so I'm excited to use him in some sort of objective or something. But other than that, I don't, I don't know if he'll touch my team. And then I did Chiesa, too, um, just because I liked his gold card and I want him in the club. So, um, yeah, that's that's probably my – that's my experiences this week. I guess uh, if you guys want to talk about gameplay now, let's let's get into it. Yeah. Um, there, so there was actually something that, um, that Andrew foot underscore AST, who has been a guest in the past had mentioned, and we sort of brought this up in our little, like our own group chat between us three. And, um, I'm gonna ask you as well about this Darth Nacho. Um, this is an, in, an issue that Andrew had pointed out to me and something that I don't know, I, I realized we have a bit of differing opinions on. So basically what he's saying is that, um, in this, this year's iteration of the game, people are spamming tackles more often than any other game and that they are not being punished for it. Basically you, the more you tackle, like if you just keep spamming the tackle button, you're eventually going to be rewarded for it. And even if you're not, you'll never be punished for it. So I just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Um, So I'm going to throw it over to you, Bobby first. So what do you think about this one? Have you noticed this at all? Man, I, I'm going to notice it tonight (laughs) now that that I hear it, but I haven't, I haven't noticed it. I mean, it feels like that every FIFA to me. It's like, you know, like like you everybody has that experience where you attempt like six tackles and the ball keeps bouncing around. So that's the other side of it too, where you're trying to make a tackle 15 times and no matter what you do, the ball is sticking to, to your opponent's foot. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I just haven't noticed it. I, I think we all tend to notice things when they go against us, but we don't notice the good breaks that we get. Or yeah. we mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not there, but yeah, um, I just haven't noticed. Maybe it's because, honestly, I haven't played Weekend League yet this year. Um, I, I feel like the more you play, especially when you play that many games in a short period, all the little quirks of the game and all of the things that maybe aren't 100% perfect, which we all know there are plenty of, you just notice them more. And then they start to piss you off and it's like, yeah. scale, it pisses you off a little bit and then a little bit more. And then, you know, by game 20 or, or whatever, then you're really pissed off about this stuff, especially if yeah. you know that you're getting that red Mbappe and it's uh, what's stopping you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely know what you mean because I have, I've mentioned this before. Like once I notice the first chain of tackle backs, I'm fucked like mentality wise, because once I notice that, I start feeling that everything's going against me in the game. I say, oh, this guy got this chain of tackle backs. Just wait for it to happen again. And yeah, it does eventually happen again. And perhaps during that time, it also happened in my favor. I'm not sure, but I'm definitely not noticing it because I'm focused at that point on the negative shit. And so it's definitely not a good thing. But um, I wanted to ask you, Martin, also about this one, because I know that you actually had a differing opinion on this one. So I want to hear what your thoughts on this are. So I think, well... Just to make this, just to lay the argument um, on the table, so yeah. to say, um, you talk about 
uh, tackling, like spamming the tackle button, right? Yes, exactly. I think that this year you get punished more for mistiming a tackle. Mm-hmm. I think that's that, that's the way I feel at least. Because, you know, I, I think I'm a very anxious slash aggressive defender. So I, I want to get the ball back quickly. And by doing that, I tend to press the tackle button. And more often than not, I mistime a tackle. And that's just an easy way for my opponent to dribble around me and get an open pass or open shot on goal. So I've actually felt maybe the opposite way that you feel. Uh, But regarding tackle backs, I think the more you spam the tackle button and you get into this um, quote-unquote battle between an attacker and a defender, I think tackle backs, the amount of times the ball bounces back to an attacker is, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that in any FIFA. It's so frustrating. I've literally, I've literally, sorry, um, lost an entire game because of tacklebacks. Yeah, two one, and both goals were tacklebacks. And I, I don't, I don't really understand if there's like a relationship between uh, the effectiveness of pressure of high-pressure tactics, um, using press after possession loss, or even constant press uh, during an entire game, and maybe tackle backs, or I I don't know. But I I think EA have made maybe an effort to reduce um, people sitting back or maybe people parking the bus by making um, pressure tactics more effective. And by doing so, they might have created another problem. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah. Sorry. No, it totally but, makes sense. Yeah. I've really struggled with pressure tactics this year. I'll, I'll say that. I, I feel like in past FIFAs, if I see somebody playing constant pressure, I'm like, bring it on, man. Yeah. Here, I'm like, man, this this is a tough game. And I don't know if it's just because I'm using those MLS guys and I just don't quite have that little extra burst or that little extra pizzazz to get by, but I definitely notice that those high-pressure games, they're really tough. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt, but apparently Higuain just dropped. Yep, I was about to mention that. <laughs> yep, so. He's um, 88-rated, four-star, four-star, high-low. 185 rated squad to complete with an Argentina player. Holy shit. And he looks he looks really, yeah. really good. If I'm yo, not mistaken, yo. no, he's not lengthy by default because the difference is 14, and I think it has to be 15 between agility and strength. But you could easily make him lengthy, I think, with like a marksman or something. So maybe um, yeah. outside the foot shot, uh actually yeah, marksman. Well. So yeah. Is that the pizzazz I'm missing from my team? Lengthy boy. He looks really, really good. Um, yeah, I think Marksman makes the most sense. You get his reactions up too. Ninety base, ninety composure uh, as a striker. That's crazy good. 
96 shot power, 91 attack positioning, and 87 base finishing, and uh, 85 and 88 for acceleration and sprint speed. I think he looks really, really good. So, yeah. like I said, if you can pair him up with that Yedlin card, um, he looks like a six striker. So, wow. And then uh, yeah. Claire Lewandowski dropped two, and he's an 86 and an 88 rated squad. So, I didn't see that one. Content. So. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, no, I was just going to say about Higuain also. If you're on old gen, um, I think you're best off doing maybe a finisher on him because he looks cracked with a finisher and old mm-hmm. gen type of... I mean, if lengthy and these accelerate types aren't an issue, then uh, he looks cracked with a finisher. Like, insane. 99 finishing shot power, uh, 99 dribbling. Oof. So that's a that's a fun one, and there you go, Darth Nacho. We got, you, we got your MLS guy right here. <laughs> this is your new striker for sure. <laughs> Man, that's Jeez, nice. Too. Super excited. He's almost done right now. I'm just trying to find the <laughs> highest rated Argentinian player is here. We, nice we, one. We love that. We definitely endorse that type of degeneracy on this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And actually, yeah. So, so we oh, got there him. Oh, there you go. Oh. We got him. Let's go. Oh, you can see the card design on your phone. You can't see it on console. It's got a just a black. I don't know, maybe for you guys right now, it just says yeah, not looks sound. like that, too. Oh, it yeah. looks nice. Oh, oh yeah, it that's looks nice. No dynamic image yet. Hopefully, we're getting that. I love those. Yeah, EA, give us a Chiesa dynamic also. What the hell, man? Yeah, I don't know why Chiesa didn't get one for that out-of-position car. That's weird. Yeah, very weird one. But um, actually, uh, so I know we kind of got off topic here, but I, I did want to mention this whole tackle decks thing just because I... Me and Andrew have been messaging about this shit a lot. And um, before we go specifically into tacklebacks, John, I guess I want to mention also the um, the whole spamming tackles thing. Because I know you mentioned um, how what you think might be causing this, if you happen to believe that this might be an issue this year. Yeah. And it, again, um, I think if you guys haven't seen it, um, Inception on YouTube had a rant this week that basically is it sums up pretty much everything frustrating about this game right now. Um, you know, the defensive AI is still too overpowered. Um, I feel like sometimes I'm able to make people pay when they miss a tackle, especially if it's in the box and we're kind of, it's an isolation situation because, you know, ISO ball and all that good stuff. Um, so if they, if I know they're spamming the tackle button, I can take like a, uh, micro touch back. I see they tackle and then boost in or uh, burst into space and then uh, take a shot on and then it'll get blocked by Mike Magnon. Um, <laughs> so fuck that guy too while we're at it. But yeah, I mean defensive AI is still is still too bad. It's terrible. Um, I think the tackle backs I notice specifically um, being a huge problem in inconsistent gameplay and that's just always going to be an issue. I feel like um, unfortunately, but. Um, yeah. And then I, I did pay attention to it, you know, when we were talking about it and I noticed I was getting some tackle backs too. Um, this morning when I was playing my foot champs games, my first five games and yeah, I, I just don't know. Um, because I know in their, whatever pitch notes they had come out with last year where they were saying that they were going to nerf like you jockeying into the person to win the ball. But I feel like whenever I do press the tackle button into somebody, I feel like that's when the tackle backs happen the most because yeah. you hit the ball and then it just pings to, to their nearest, uh, 
or my my nearest opponent's players. So um, I, I I don't know why they thought that was a problem or why they did that, but that's just something that's really frustrating, and I wish would go away too. So, and then yeah, I think the uh, constant pressure, pressure after possession loss is just really tough to def- deal with this year with the nerf to left stick dribbling. Like, like Bobby was saying, like last year, whenever people were playing this way, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, yes, please play that way against me because I will just dribble backwards and then somebody's going to be open and I can ping it around and, and make you pay pretty easily. And it just doesn't seem that way this year. Like um, I know inception said whenever, like I, I hardly ever like, and it's a bad habit. Look at the map down below on the screen and whenever I'm like getting pressured out the ass and and I'm trying to find an outlet to pass it to this year, literally like every single person mm-hmm. is covered on that map. And I'm like, what what the fuck do I do besides like yeah. hoof the ball upfield and hopefully one of my guys can, you know, head it down to one of my attackers and we're off to the races. But yeah, it's just um I really would really like to see a nerf to that um or some sort of have them put some something in the game where, you know, you can exploit uh, their decision to pressure you and, and make them pay for it. So, Yeah. Yeah, and the thing you mentioned, uh, when you're looking at your radar or your map, and there's literally mm-hmm. nobody to fucking pass it to. Like, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I do that. I'm someone that watches the radar, like, a lot. Like, I use it to see... When I'm playing a through ball, I actually don't really watch the screen itself. I always watch the, the bottom, just to try to time the, like, the offside and everything. Right. And, um... Yeah, so uh, I I noticed that 100%. And one of the things that's been working for me, at least, is um, it only it depends on the system I'm playing. So normally I do four triple two, and with four triple two you have the right attacking mid and left attacking mid. Usually, not always, they're matched up against a fullback, a right back or a left back, and also usually your right back or left back are usually less physical and not as good in the air. So if I have a slightly bigger winger, I'll try and aim it to them and just try and ping it off of them basically. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, I feel like you're at that point, you're rolling the dice, but either way, you're going to be rolling the dice, trying to force it into someone else that's covered too. Right. So I'd yeah, rather roll the dice up the pitch, if that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather lose the ball like eight, like 50 or 60 yards away from my goal. I'm trying to defend than fuck up. And I, my opponent has the ball 30 yards from goal and I'm outnumbered. Um, and the counterattack. So yeah, that's that's what I've been doing whenever I have literally no options to pass it to. I just, you know, throw a Hail Mary up the field and hope, hopefully it works. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's really, I mean, it's your only choice. You just got to cut your losses and go for it, man. I mm-hmm. think so. And um, also, there's something you mentioned. You're saying how a lot of the times when, um, if you're able to, when they dive in for a tackle, if you're able to get a speed boost around them, then you're able to beat them. And honestly, that's been like the thing that's... Like, made me feel like what foot AST mentioned is it's reality for me because I feel like um, these guys are just spamming tackles like fucking crazy and it doesn't matter. And Martin, perhaps the reason that you're saying you're getting punished for it more is I think it's the way that these guys are using uh, their second man press. So um, I know that Waterman uh, in our, in the foot fix discord, and I do this as well. They have remapped the, the teammate contain button. Usually it's on the top right here. I'm showing the controller to these guys. Usually it's on the top right here next to the sprint button, right? So it's very difficult to be sprinting and holding this at the same time unless you're using two fingers, right? So I've mapped mine to the X button. Therefore, I can hold here and still sprint at the same time. And I know Waterman has mentioned he did the same thing. I don't know if he's using the same button as me, but he's mapped his teammate contained to down here somewhere that I can sprint yeah. freely. 
So while you're one-on-one -on -one with the guy and you have, you can basically dive in for a tackle and feel, and you have a safety net behind you, as long as you're holding this second man press thing, because there's going to be a guy right behind you. As soon as they beat you, it doesn't matter. There's a guy behind you that's going to come and take the ball anyways. And even if they don't, they've put enough pressure on the ball carrier anyways that you can recover. By the time they've figured out what to do against your AI, you're back there again. You're already ready to cover them again. So I think maybe the second man press and AI, defensive AI needs to be nerfed. And also now John is showing us a sick-ass dynamic pick. <laughs> There's the uh, dynamic for you, Bobby. That's fire right there. Oh, yeah, that's and, sick. And you can't. You can't see my screen, but I'm taking them in game right now. I'm I'm firing up Ravel. Hell yeah! I'm gonna give you the real time review. I'm gonna beat Inception for the first time. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. John, you can you can now link Higuain with uh, Player of the Month Messi too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and um, yeah, I'm gonna go over my tactics that I I'm gonna go into those more because I know we've mm -hmm. I've uh, mentioned how much I like him in the Discord and some other guys from there have been trying him out and having success with it too, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, basically um, I was just kind of getting bored with the four one two one two. You know, it's it's boring. It's it's everyone uses that or four triple two or four two three one. Um, so I wanted to try something different. And this, and this formation is a formation that um, I've, I like in real life. I like uh, Pep Guardiola's version of it. And it's just kind of uh, a, very, a variant to that. So, And I've always wanted this formation to work for me. And last year, I know some people used it. And it wasn't um, whenever I tried it out. I just didn't get as many goal-scoring opportunities that I did from um, like a 4-1-2-1-2 or um, – like a, a three five two, which I played with a lot last year. So, um, yeah. So the formation is the four four three, the fifth variant. Um, and for your tactics, um, you can find these on 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 JP's Twitter page. I think he has a pin to his profile at uh, the Mutinator. Um, if you're not following him, please do so. Um, and yeah. Um, so we've got pressure after possession loss, um, of course, because it is the meta. And um, it's it's very good. It's very good because I like how I like how he has it set up. And um, you try and win the ball back, obviously as fast as possible. He's got his width at 36, depth at 68. Um, offense is slow build up in possession. I think I'm going to work with playing on direct passing um, because I just I, I, I like how direct passing pushes back the back line in the final third. So I'm going to try and work with that because I have noticed that. Um, the center backs are um, a little bit higher up than I'm used to. So um, I'm going to work. I'm just going to mess around playing with that probably this weekend. Then he's got 36th um, width for his attacking six player and six players in the box. Um, and, uh, and another reason I don't normally get along with four three threes is because the wingers, um, I feel like get too wide in the attack. And I don't know if it's he's got um, his fullbacks on um, join the attack and overlap. I switched that to balance just to um, help deal with the counterattacks a little bit better. Um, so he's got his fullbacks on balanced, and I believe that kind of pushes along with the width being super narrow pushes in um, the wingers. Um, so I feel like it attacks like a like a four one two one two almost where the center forward kind of drops back as a cam. And then I've got uh, Henman Son and Killing Mbappe as my strikers, and they just they just go to town, and and it's awesome because you can play this formation in a, at a counterattacking uh, sense. Um, 
you know, with uh, the buildup play and then the, you can get the ball up to the center forward and then your wingers are off to the races. Um, both of them are on stay forward, cut inside, um, and get into the box for cross um, and get behind on defense. And, and that's awesome. And then also with the slow buildup and the possession play, um, you know, you're able to move the ball up the pitch. There's always a passing option. I think that's because of the slow buildup. Um, so I'm, that's, I'm, that's definitely a tactic I'm going to keep um, in the formation. And so there's just a, a variety of ways you can attack with this formation. And it's just, it, it's amazing. So, and I believe the center four is just on balance. He hasn't touched that. The CDM is on uh, balance, stay back while attacking, cover center, nothing special with that. And then the, both of the center mids um, are on get forward, get into the box, cover center. So, um, and they're both are on cover center because I, I think the fullbacks do enough running up and down the pitch too, where um, they do a great job of covering up the wide spaces as well. So just having a ton of fun with it um, because it, like I said before, it's just, there's so many different ways to attack out of this formation. And, and it's always like, like Kevin, I'm kind of a hipster myself and I like that I'm using something that not everyone else is using too. So um, if you want to give these tactics a try, I, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, mess around stuff that mess around with tac uh, the instructions and stuff that you want um, and whatever might fit your game. But I just love this. I think it fits my game perfectly. Um, I'm a guy who, yeah, I'll look for the counterattack first. And if not, you know, I'll recycle the ball and, and move the ball up and uh, kill you with patience um, in that sense. So. Thank you, JP. Shout out to him, man. These these tactics are fantastic, and I and I highly recommend if you're you know getting bored or, or want to try something out or your gameplay is getting stale. This is it's a super fun tactic. So yeah, and that's the four three three five, the fifth variation. Yes. Yep, with the false nine. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a really fun one. I I mentioned here before. I used it at the end of last year, and it was, it's actually the formation I used on my end game team last year. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. So um. If, if you want to play it a little asymmetrical, you can also do what I did was I had the right back on underlap and only uh, balanced, and I had the left one on join the attack. So what ended up happening was I would also let my right center mid be free, or maybe I did the left center mid. Anyways, the the guy that you have um, on the underlap side, you can use that center mid to kind of run sort of freely and roam freely, put them on a free roll, and it gives them turns it basically into like the De Bruyne roll. And then you could have the Cancelo roll where he underlaps as the fullback and comes in almost into midfield and it creates that sort of pep thing and that was really fun for me too and um yeah, that's sick yeah so if you want to mess around with those tactics they're super fun i do think they're usable because i saw um there, someone else on our twitter was using it the ac milan guy that has ronaldinho on his team i'll have to look for him but he was wow. using it as well and he likes it yeah i forgot his twitter handle but um... rzb foot i found him rzb yeah. foot Using yeah, it too. He, he's an insane player as well. I, I think he finishes, you know, 16, 18 wins. And, and, um, right now I, and, and I use these in week, I mean, weekend league last year, I just kind of have it as a write-off because it was so fucking sweaty, but, um, I'm, I, uh, went six and one in rivals when I'm playing with this, this week, actually eight and one, um, in rivals this week. And I got promoted to division two. Um, I went six and one in playoffs, four and one right now in finals using this formation. So it's it's very viable, and and I mean in any sense of where you're at, um, talent wise or whatever. I guess I don't want to know how to say that, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I, very very cool. 
Yeah, I, I, that's a really cool one. I'm glad you're having fun with it. And then, yeah, so at Mutanitor, um, we'll probably tag him on socials or something so you guys can find oh, yeah. him. Yeah, um, yeah um, did you guys want to talk about any of the other things to do with gameplay? Or did you want to get into the questions? Because we did have quite a few, actually, from people that came in. Um, do you have any more gripes with gameplay? Anything you're celebrating? Little mini victories? Or... Um... Oh, actually, you know, well, speaking of mini victories, Travella shot, fucking OP, man. Because I was like you, Martin. I was saying, like, oh, I, I, I got them. Like, I can sometimes score them. But um, not like these people were hitting it every single time against me, right? And yeah. I, I found the angle, man. I found the angle, and that's why I'm 7-0. and I was just green timing, <laughs> traveling over every goalkeeper over and over and over and over. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, if you're playing squad battles this week, um, you know, just go ahead and test the angles because it's they're there to be had for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so we did have quite a few um, questions, comments, and things like that. So, um, so. <laughs> The first one from FIFA Joe, who's been a guest here before, says, how do we get John Bridges' pack luck? Um, John, you want to tell us what you got to do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are want to hear what I've had to do <laughs> to get this kind of luck this year. I mean, I, I'm not going to say it because I, I don't think my wife listens to this, but she would not be happy with the things I've had to do with EA employees. So um, yeah. let's just let's just keep that, you know, on the down low. Yeah, and we're not totally family friendly, but yeah, that's a little too graphic for us. But <laughs> we also have one. So uh, check the status said his rant is that John Bridges got man tons of rants about John this week. <laughs> that he <laughs> he got the snipe of the century on Informed Son, and you haven't given him credit for that. So uh, yes, yes, thank you. Check. <laughs> I uh, I kind of mentioned you. I I said that I was waiting for to review people's squads on stream, and he was he was the guy I was waiting on. And, um, and I actually just cashed in on my son, too, because I think I'm going to go ahead and do Player of the Month Messi. Fodder seems to be low. And um, why not? I think you'll do that false nine roll that I'm playing with super well. So um, nice little 500,000 coin uh, profit on my son and men there. So. Oh. Yeah, join John's trading Discord as well. We'll link all <laughs> of that. Easy, guys. <laughs> yeah, um, another one from FIFA Joe also. He says his rant. Because he wants, he wanted to give us a rant. He said, "It's facing God squads controlled by techs every time he's about to hit the next checkpoint in rivals." I've noticed this. This happens yeah. to me. I don't know if it's something mental or what. So, uh, Bobby Baseball, I see you're shaking your head here. Like, yep, I know all about that, that is, one. That is a hundred percent real. I can tell you, somebody who's like I said, I got the game two weeks ago. I think I've lost like three games in route to to Div Six. Every single one of them is a checkpoint like right at, before promotion i feel like you definitely play somebody it might not even be the next division up it might be like two divisions up or like yeah. I just there's something there i'm i feel like it's real because i've literally just had to go through it like four times so <laughs> yeah and also hey I, kevin i'm i'm uploading my video of my first shot that i took with iguain oh <laughs> This can be the review. Like, it, it's legit. <laughs> I, I'm hoping it's a Travella. I hope that you stuck no. true to our ratty, our ratty mm. influencer. And no, a it's not. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sending it your way. Just take a look at your convenience, and then let's talk about him. Because, I mean, I yeah. mean it's definitely a 5 out of 5 SBC. Like, uh, like Inception, I can tell you that after using him for the last, you know, few minutes, it's probably the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. 
<laughs> no, love love his videos. I mean, I love like getting a quick, uh, quick little little summary of a player. It's just always funny to see so many videos pop up of a player like after he's been out for like literally an hour. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, but I also. I also think a lot of that, like, initial, like, your first impression or whatever, like, you should just go with it because, like, sometimes I convince myself, like, a guy is, like, cracked, even though they're probably average, and I end up having fun with those guys anyways, and I'm sure my weekend league results don't make that much of a difference, so. Yeah, so, that's fair. Yeah, so there's that, at least. So go go crazy. Enjoy these guys, just like uh, Higuain, so. um It's over your way. Take a look. Tell me what you think. Oh, yeah, I'll check that out right now. And then, um. Also, John, I know you've had this issue, and Martin, there's no way you haven't av- you've avoided this entirely. Um, yeah. At the checkpoints. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like I'm like Bobby. I think I think they definitely like when you're at that promotion checkpoint, like the matchmaking takes longer. They're like, who can we fucking find out here to stop this fucker? You know. Like I think yeah. they picked someone from the next. I feel like it is someone from the next division. We had someone in Discord who said they were playing rivals and they messaged someone and they were playing somebody from a different division. So, you know, tinfoil hat time. It's I think it's it's definitely a thing because when I was getting promoted into division three last week, it took me three different tries. The first try I played against Rude Hullet. The second time I played against the Sweat, and then I finally got matched up against the Shitter. Uh, and that happened to me this, this week, it only took me two tries instead of three, but yeah, I, I'm all aboard on that theory. There, there's something funky going on with matchmaking when you're on that last promotion checkpoint or whatever. Oh yeah. I've been, I've been stuck on the last checkpoint of div five for like a week. <laughs> it's sad. I know, but I win a game and then I get matched up against someone who's either a mechanics abuser abusing rat or a person with a really really good team or probably better connection than me so yeah i think it it, it has something something to it i would say yeah yeah i noticed it too i i don't know maybe it's a mental thing like like maybe we're just putting it in our own heads you know it's like that confirmation bias type thing but fucking hell dude all of a sudden, it's I'm at the checkpoint. I'm one game away. I'm like, dude, this division is too easy. Like, you know, maybe I haven't lulled myself into a false sense of security. But then I'm at going to the game, and sometimes I'll even have a basic Premier League team. I'm like, oh, this is no problem, man. Easy work. And all of a sudden, this guy is skill canceling in his own half. He's doing scorpion kicks that I haven't figured out how to even do. And, like, it's just... It's something is up, man. And as John said, bust out the tinfoil hats. Something is afoot. Something is fishy. And uh, yeah, I, I'm with you, FIFA Joe. I'm with you, man, because I see exactly what you're talking about. And also, I, I just checked out uh, first ever goal in the entire world officially scored by Gonzalo Higuain. And holy shit, dude, what a goal. <laughs> he might actually be the best player in the game. <laughs> I haven't figured out how to do these ones. It's a finesse shot from like... I, I, it's like it's like a corner. He's like scored directly from a corner almost as a finesse shot. <laughs> so yeah, be- might be the best player in the game. There definitely go check out Higuain and do him. In fact, I'll throw it up in the Discord after this for the rest of y'all. But yeah, yeah I was just just testing it out. Just try it and just floated right over Hugo Lloris. So yeah and then also um another yeah and if it's floating over Loris, who is like my neon just 
insane and not fair to play against, fuck that guy. Yeah, you know that it's a good shot, and you know it's a good card, but... We also got another rant from Foot AST. He says, oh, I have a rant. EA has to fix opponent quitting in a tie, and it not counting in a win. It's fucking ridiculous. 20 to 30% of my matches are this way. Um, I definitely dealt with this, and I've dealt with three of these over the weekend league, and I haven't got one single gifted win out of any of my weekend leagues. And I've dealt with this three times in the past weekend league. So, um, EA... Come on, dude. If they, if we both committed to this. We both put our times here. Said we are, you know, if I'm risking, if I lose, I take a loss. If I win, I get a win. Like, you know, that's the whole thing. We enter into this competition together. And it's like, what, man? Like, you know, I, I feel like if you're quitting out, you deserve the win. And also, um, and I'm sure all of you guys feel the same way because this is our number one complaint that we have every week. It's give us the fucking win, EA. Um, so maybe you guys don't want to talk too much about that one. I'm sure you all... Uh, we're all on board with that one. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> or or at least uh, make a button like you have on at playoffs. Quit playoffs whenever you've qualified or just want to quit playoffs. You just press triangle or Y, and just do the same in weekend league. I mean, if if a guy has already hit his eleven wins or whatever, just Quit play, uh, quit week, weekend league, and then it's over. You know, you wouldn't have any more people just entering a game and quitting at nil nil. Yeah, yeah, and because this points thing, like, because I'm sure the argument would be like, well, you need X number of points. You get points for getting losses, anyways. But we've all worked out in our heads. You need 11 wins. You need nine wins. You need 14 wins, 16, yeah. 18, or whatever, right? So, um. Yeah, it would be nice. As soon as you hit 11, just hit quit. Because it's not like these guys are giving me wins. I've gotten zero gifted wins this year. And I've had two people pretend to give me one before booting it out of play and quitting at nil-nil. So it's, it's not like I'm going to be benefiting from all of this anyways. But um, so, I've never seen a video game where quitting doesn't give the other person the win. Yeah. Like, where, like where has that happened ever? Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, because if we showed up at the World Cup tomorrow, then, like, you know, we were representing the U.S. national team, we decide, eh, fuck it, I don't want to play this game, man. These guys are trying a little too hard on the Iran national team. We better go, we better go, you know, step off. They're going to get the win. So, what yeah, the maybe, fuck? Maybe what the U.S. team yeah. should do is be like, no, fuck it, we're just going to kick it back to our keeper, fuck around, <laughs> like we're going to pound it in our net, kick it out of bounds, and then walk off the field. We're oh, gonna, yeah, exactly. Who gets the dub? That would be amazing. And then, then you got to send a toxic message afterwards. So, yeah, Th that's the most important part, of course. You might want to milk the whole pause too before you walk off the field. <laughs> Wait it out. Three full pauses, of course. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, yeah. So we also got another one from Adam. So this one is um, Adam. Uh, if you're familiar with the Foot and Review, um. The, the podcast he's often on there and I, I and he's a coach for them actually so really knowledgeable guy when it comes to the game so um adam says not a question sort of a point but kind of feeling the game is weird with low prices and constant crashes kind of feels like the game is a bit of a wilderness he says he's enjoying it overall but i'm hoping world cup mode is gonna be better so um yeah i i get what he's saying it feels like we're kind of in this period of in between, which is why this week we haven't really spent too much time on content, which normally we tend to, you know, BS about, oh, which players we want to use and who we're going to get into our team, which promo guys we want. Um, I don't know. I guess this just makes me, uh, brings me to this question, like, what are you guys going to be doing this week? Because I 
don't know what to do in this game. Um, Bobby, let me ask you first. Uh, without promos, within this sort of... Uh, we're in this sort of like purgatory between uh, we're trapped here between promos. What are you going to be up to, man? Not sure. I still need to do the advanced SBCs. I haven't done them. So maybe oh. build some packs. I don't know. Menu grind a little bit and just dare I say, try to play the game for fun and just enjoy it. But <laughs> How really dare just, you? Yeah. Try to get, try to get a little bit of fodder in my squad and try to work that coin balance a little for world cup. I mean, I think that, World Cup is, I, I don't quite know how it's going to work, but it's almost, it seems like it's probably going to be a little bit of a, a pause or a disruption to the normal game cycle. So I'm not too worried about building out my squad with what's out there right now, you know? So I think it might be, we might just have like a, a disruption, just an unusual next month or two of game cycle, but we'll see. I'm curious. I saw something about is there like temporary foot yeah. items too? So it's kind of like, are we in a grind for these dudes that we that are overpowered and way better than everything in our squad that we can only use for you know a month or so? It, it'll just be interesting to see how it plays out, but I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I I, I saw what you're talking about these like temporary cards. Like, so it, I wonder like um, how this is going to affect like FIFA long-term because these guys are essentially loan cards except for with a max number of games. It's like at the end of this month, this card is done. Right. So um, I don't know. These guys seem way cracked and almost like end game level, at least based on like the speculation I've seen. So I'm really, um, really wondering like where this game is going to go from here. And I just want to see what you have to say about this, John. Maybe this is a good time. Maybe this is the time to go check out other games. Uh, Resident Evil <laughs> Village downloadable content is dropped. We got to see what happens to Ethan Winters' daughter. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's for sure. Um, I'm going to play Weekend League. Um, I don't know how hard I'm going to push because, like we've mentioned, Team of the Week sucks. Um, I'll probably get my... Rivals eight wins. Maybe I'll try and push to Div one before the new season starts, um, and then I guess we'll save packs. Probably, um, I'll save the big ones at least. I'll probably open the small ones just for a chance at fodder. Because, like I said, I'm doing messy, so um, definitely need to get some more fodder in the club. But yeah, I think I, it's going to be kind of nice um, to not do anything. Maybe if you haven't done the um, what is it? The foundations players or whatever. Maybe that's something you could do. Um, squad battles is pretty terrible. So I don't know if you want to do that. And uh, you know, as, as much as I've DJ in this game in the past, I just can't bring myself to play squad battles this year. I'm, I've kind of jumped on that train. So um, yeah, maybe, maybe you do that. And if not, maybe just enjoy some fresh air. I know nobody here likes to touch grass, but um, here in the Midwest leaves are falling and and uh, I got to clean up my yard every once in a while, so I'll probably be doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, the dreaded touching grass, man. It's it's not it's uh, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but um, you know if that's your thing, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> nah, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, no, I mean for me, dude. Like honestly, like I'm gonna I'm gonna do weekend league too. I feel like it's not gonna be sweaty. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. So I think like it's worth to just fucking like just. Uh, Play your 20 games, take it easy, like, maybe, like, if, if beer is your thing, crack a beer with it, man. Uh, if, if, if you like the ganja, smoke a little bit of that and play, and have an, take it easy, basically, is what I'm saying, you know? Like, I don't think that, um, I don't think that this is the weekend to sweat, for sure, and honestly, um, 
I think this is the this is the week to start having fun, man. Because I don't know if we're getting league SBCs anytime soon. I was hoping next week we'd get them, and now I'm starting to think, wait, actually, with this World Cup stuff coming, we might not even get league SBCs until after. So, um, I mean, I think I'm gonna be like you, John. I'm gonna go crazy um, on the the packs, and I'm gonna copy you, and I'm doing Messi too, most likely. I think. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to, so I'm gonna use him as a false nine too. So um, that's gonna be my week, basically, just BSing in this game and also playing other games. Also, probably not going outside um, unless I'm forced to. <laughs> but good call. Yeah, yeah. Play it safe, right? <laughs> but not. Kevin, you know that you know that you just you mentioned ganja. I, I've got to go to it because when John was saying there's no way to play squad battles, it's actually really fun under certain circumstances. <laughs> you just load yourself up and hop into squad battles and score some crazy goals. It's fun. Yeah. You know, if you haven't tried it and you're into that, give it a go. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, not, it's not totally legal yet here in Missouri. I need to get my, yeah. my medicinal card, so. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So if, it, if you're 21 and older and medically certified or – have Literally. somehow acquired your medical certification do try it because it is I, I agree with you man like dude just like put on a put on a youtube video like watch some guy play fifa or open cards or something and and play or, or just put on pink floyd and just trip out that too man yeah <laughs> there you go which by the way love pink floyd seriously love pink floyd animals is one of the greatest albums of all time but yeah, man. Um, I think that'll do it for our rants, unless there's anything you guys wanted to rant about in particular. No, I think I'm done taking the heat for my pack luck. So let's wrap things up. <laughs> yeah, because that that'll probably be our next rant is John's pack luck. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no rants here. Just one last plug: the Ephus Baseball Cards Podcast. If you're into cards, if you're into baseball, and uh, hopefully you guys will have me back on. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for inviting me to join. Had a blast. Yeah, you're always welcome on. Tons of fun, dude. So, yeah, um, Bobby, where can we find you on uh, all the socials? I know uh, you mentioned your podcast, but where can the people find you? Um, I'm sure your podcast has some socials, too, you you might want to mention. Yeah, it's it's pretty light. I mean, I just fired it up this week, so kind of a soft launch this week. But it is uh, the ephispod at gmail.com, and... If you wanted to contact me, um, and I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at the Ephus Pod, um, and my personal Twitter is uh, Darth Nacho 18. So that's where you're going to really find my, my the more of the FIFA side. The podcast stuff's probably going to be more baseball, so not necessarily for everyone here. But thanks for that. Absolutely. What about you, Kev? Where can the people find you? Yeah, so I'm over on Twitter at KevinK93LFC. And also, if you wanted to find um, the EFIS pod, we did retweet it from our podcast account. So ours is at your FIFA podcast on Twitter. And it's like our second post down. Also, we're at 299 followers. You could be lucky number 300. I promise I'll post you if I see you follow us. So, <laughs> so if this somehow gets out there and you notice that. If you've listened this far, thank you as well for listening this far and thank you for all the support uh, throughout all these episodes, man. Like honestly having people come talk to us. I know John has mentioned this as well in the past. Martin has as well in the past. It's just the best part about being in the FIFA community is talking to the cool people out there. Cause when you're playing, it's a bunch of dickheads, honestly, that are messaging you. Mm-hmm. And it turns out there's actually some pretty fucking cool guys in this community. So um, you can talk to all of us in the foot fix discord. So go find at F foot underscore F I X. They're an old podcast and they're, Twitter page still has a link to their discord that we're all in. And um, 
Uh, Martin has stepped away, but you can find him. Uh, I, I think Chopsui FIFA, just Chopsui FIFA. Yes, yeah. Chopsui underscore FIFA. Sorry. You can yep. find Martin. And then John, you as well? Yeah, and you guys can find me at John Bridges 34 on Twitter and Discord. And I don't know if I'll stream this weekend. It always seems like I, I stream when I don't say that I'm going to stream, and then I don't stream when I say I'm going to stream. So just do the opposite. Maybe Just turn the notifications on, and maybe maybe I will, maybe I won't. But um, yeah, guys, uh, Bobby, thanks for coming on. Definitely a pleasure. Welcome back anytime, brother. Um, and yeah, I think that'll wrap us up for the week. So, and, uh, just remember guys, when this silly game gets you down and frustrated, um, try out those tactics from JP. They'll get you right, man. And, uh, wait for the content to drop too. Look out for that EA tweet. So (laughs) be patient. And, uh, just remember guys, it's nothing but a foot thing, baby. Take care. Peace. Peace out, guys.